I go hard in the motherfucking paint. First day of summer, the lifeguards gathered round. They all saw Castaneda, and they thought he might drown. The head lifeguard spoke up, said, leave this one at home. They could see right away, Rafi sinks like a stone. Sinks like a stone. Rafi sinks like a stone. Sinks like a stone. When he get away from the ocean, make the mountains my home. He might drink like a fish, but Rafi sinks like a stone. Stays away from the lake, doesn't see the appeal. Won't go waiting much, rather have a nice meal. Let's all go to Chipotle, leave Qdoba alone. Just don't take him swimming, Rafi sinks like a stone. Sinks like a stone, Rafi sinks like a stone. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Lowry and Raphael, aka Henny Blanco, aka Bitches Sam, Tacky Daddy Range, Look Like Laffy Raffy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, you really made me stop in my tracks there. I can't um, <laughs> believe I got it on one take. You did a good job. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, well, this week we're going to talk about the Monday episode with Casey St. Ange and the Thursday episode, Allison's, shit, Allison's High Five Hate, Renee's Puppetry, Giving a Horse a Nerd. But first, let's welcome our special guest. Welcome, Ray Morgan. Hey, thank you for having me once again. Uh, oh, missed you guys. It's been a while. I know. I don't know when the last time we talked was, so it it has been a while. Well, and I according, <laughs> yes, what according Skype, to Skype it's been over four months. Oh, geez, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was well, back in February where uh, we had uh, Jen Glanz, the bridesmaid for hire, which I was mm, less than kind to. Oh, I felt right. I felt guilty as shit afterward too because she follows me on Twitter. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. What a dick I am. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, oh. you know, shit happens. Exactly. Just as much as shit that happens on this show, this is Sunday night. We're recording finally. I've had so many technical problems, so I'm not going to edit a whole bunch. So my apologies um, ahead of time to you guys and to people who have to listen to this. <laughs> it's all podcast gold. Don't worry. Okay, good. You're probably going to hear a cat meowing now because she just joined me. And um, let's start off with some shout outs. I wanted to give my one shout out this week. I wanted to give it to this name you'd never hear is Brittany. I talk about her all the time. (laughs) I just had a good reminder this week of what a good friend is. And I just appreciate her even more for being a good friend and I always appreciate her, but I think this week, especially love you, Brittany. And I appreciate you. <laughs> um, Raphael, what about you? Do you have any 
Shout outs? Definitely shout out to Brittany. She's in Vegas right now, so hopefully she's Litney. <laughs> shout out to... Um, uh, yeah, I got nothing else, really. Well, hey, let's make it an all-Brittany dedication hour. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, Ray, do you have any shout-outs? Um, yeah, I have a couple. Let's see. Um, as we record this, yesterday was uh, Canada Day, so let's have a shout-out to our Canadian friends. Um, let's see, uh, Mika, Toby, Hansi, and anyone else who may be Canadian or Canadian at heart. Hope your hangover isn't too bad today. Um, yeah, I, I celebrated with you guys. All right, let's see. <laughs> um, uh, Becky, hope she's on the mend for a recent surgery. Um, also, uh, Claire Brockelman, uh, who hails from uh, a town away from my hometown and who's currently kicks my ass at Words with Friends. So, <laughs> shout out. No way. Oh, that's cool. Totally. <laughs> I'm pretty good at Words with Friends, but she uh, she's a step above. I have to keep up. I still haven't played it yet. I actually bought the board game and I just found it the other day and I thought, oh, maybe we should try playing this, but I didn't know if it was obsolete now or if it's just an updated Scrabble or what it is. It's the same thing. I don't know if there's is any it? difference between that and Scrabble, but, you know. Well, it's a ripoff. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Monday, shall we? Let's so, do it. Casey St. Ange, <laughs> I, what was that? <laughs> what was that? I said, let's do it, but I came in right when you <laughs> came in. Oh, uh, you know what, Ray, you were right, this is gold. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I really, really liked her as a guest. Um, I, you know, a, a lot of times we say, Oh, I never heard of her and or him. And then Allison has them on and they're interesting and fun. And sometimes that comes off as sounding bad. Like, oh, she just gets these, you know, guests that nobody's heard of. But the people that are behind the scenes that run literally are the foundation of running the shows are these people that she gets. And I think that's pretty it's a different angle, maybe. But it's just um, I mean, they're the ones that keep the shows running. So I think it's kind of interesting to hear the backstories and. She is, is she a producer or she's a writer for Watch What Happens Live? And yeah, she's do a writer. Do you either watch the show? She's quite a resume. <laughs> yeah, she really did. She had a really extensive uh, resume. Um, I don't watch the show, but I think, um, oh shit, I'm bad with names. Uh, what's the lady that lives in Huntington Beach? Mallory. I think uh, Mallory's a fan of that type of thing. Oh, yes. I used to watch it because I watch all of the Housewives shows, but now that I don't, I don't have cable, there's no way I'm going to seek that show out. It was one of those, like, ugh, why am I watching this? This is so gross. <laughs> but yeah, everything about that show I don't really love. But I do love that she was the assistant for David Letterman and uh, on Rosie O'Donnell and worked for Joan Rivers. And hearing a different perspective of Joan Rivers was kind of awesome, too. I never really knew. You don't know who, how people really are. And the people that work with them behind the scenes know the truth. And I think hearing the way, I don't know, I, it sh it's shown, shown a new light on Joan Rivers for me. Um, I, well, from what I've heard, uh, Joan was really cool and, and, you know, 
off the stage as well as, you know, really funny on. Um, and, and the way she died was so like strange. She just was going in for routine surgery, I guess, to remove polyps or something. And, uh, something went really South. Um, it's really sad and it's strange that she's had so many, many, many surgeries. And then for something like this to just have her. Oh, go right. That way. I mean, she was about 80% plastic when she died. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah. Not to speak ill of the dead. Rest in peace, Joan. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'd laugh at it. Um, Casey also was talking about having, having permanent makeup and. You know, I have a lot of tattoos and getting tattoos on my eye, I think, I don't know how, that's like forcing torture on yourself. I don't understand how anybody can do it at all. And I'm sure you guys can totally relate, but needles next year, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, no guy liner for you. No, no, I'm going to pass. I feel like we've talked about this, about you getting your eyebrows tattooed on, and I told you yes. that my mom has them, and at first she looked like Uncle Leo, but yes. I, guess with like, <laughs> I guess with like time, they kind of mellow out, and they look more normal now, but they still look weird, but... Uh... And I've seen, you know, the microblading, the new stuff, but for me, that looks even, that looks weird, too. It looks really good, but I think you have to have a certain face to pull it off, but... I think the tattooing has come a long way where there's some, a lot of people think that I do anyway. They always, ask, I get that question a lot. So maybe it just looks crazy because <laughs> I feel like uncle Leo's like right around the corner on a bad eyebrow day. I could really get wild, but uh, yeah, I've, su- I've suggested before for, for you to get, get your eyebrows tatted on and they could probably just do it, like make it look like hair instead of just, you know, a line. Right. And I think I definitely want to do that. And for some reason, that doesn't freak me out. But the eyeliner, that freaks me out. On your eyelid, I don't know. That yeah. just seems like... I mean, how far does the needle go in? Aren't you, like, right. poking your eyeball? That's I mean, what it seems that like. <laughs> Pass. I also like that Casey is covered in tattoos. And up until maybe... And she hides them for the most part. I guess it's kind of like a it's her own thing. And I... Up until maybe two years ago, I'd say, I, for the most part, always covered mine up also for, for many reasons. But also one of them is just because they are personal for me and I like them for myself, not to, it sounds lame, but, you know, when I talk about them, I feel very exposed and I'm like, ah, but with close friends, it's fine. It's not. It's just when people ask me about them, I just get like uncomfortable. Oh, but Oh, please. From, from what I've seen, and I've worked in Orange County for the last seven months, you're wearing the Orange County uniform. Yes. Everyone I work with, even managers have neck tats and, you know, those those poker chips in the earlobes. And it's like, geez, I feel so nerdy just being bare-skinned <laughs> and unpierced. Oh, well... And I don't know, I think, and then they, she brought up the whole Dolly Parton thing, which I had forgotten about, that there was a rumor that she might possibly be covered in tattoos, which makes me fucking love her even more than, than I did before. I'm sad that she mentioned that it might be a myth. I thought, oh, I thought it was super cool, too, and then she said that it might be a myth, and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. The thing is, is, is Dolly Parton is so secretive about so many things in her private life that I mean, it's a weird myth to to come around, you know, like unless she was covered. 
in a bunch of bruises one time and someone got a cut a glimpse and thought it was tattoos. <laughs> but I mean, how does that even start? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it, and they mentioned the, the, the Rod Stewart rumor yes. and the Richard Gear rumor and like, it, you know, who knows how these things start. And, but I, you know, for Dolly's part, I hope it's true. <laughs> but what's weird about those rumors, the older ones, how did rumors get spread that widespread without the internet? I mean, how does well, that happen? I could tell you about the Rod Stewart one I heard on the radio. Oh, okay. As if it was news. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but the thing well, is, like, it really doesn't sound like it could really be that far from the truth. <laughs> I mean. Well, you know, even even if, um, it, it's not like it's toxic. There'd be a lot of dead Is that what you tell right your now. dates? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I like yeah, how, how Alice. Yeah, I like how Allison was kind of saying, oh, you know, next time if he's in, you should ask him. It's like, oh, I'm sure that's exactly what he wants to talk about. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if he ever <laughs> has talked about it. I don't know if he has either, but who knows? And then the I whole Richard, Richard, Gere... Richard Gere just laughs about the, the gerbil rumor, but it doesn't seem to be true. It's more... Maybe not on him. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, on him that doesn't seem very believable. That sounds like somebody that hate hated him and wanted to start something just to be. Well, it worked people, because we're still talking pe- about it in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> but people want to believe that shit, you know. Look, look at what these weirdos are doing. <laughs> Have either of you ever had a rumor spread about you? Ooh, good mm. question. Mm. Shit. I, I I think not, or if it was, it was so long ago. I don't remember. I can't. I can't. Nothing comes to mind. Oh man, I know. In high school, for sure, the rumors got started. <laughs> what about you, Rob? Yeah, that that might have happened with me too. But <laughs> high school is such a distant memory at this point. <laughs> no, there there's no rumors that I know of about me. But did you guys hear that Leanne's actually not blind? <laughs> I no have. shit, really? I I, I, <laughs> yeah, she's you heard faking it. Here it. First. Just keep that in mind next time she. That, that's how she gets through uh, social media so well. Exactly. You know? How does she see all these Allison tweets before me? That's what I'm right. Want to know. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say let's start a rumor about you, Rafi, but I think that's even better. It's not all a rumor. Right, that's so the truth. It is truth. I saw Leanne catch a mic stand one time. <laughs> <laughs> you saw there a bunch, didn't you? So I love the uh Casey has this sort of theory that if Oprah Winfrey can't do something, then is it even possible? And I think <laughs> I fall for these sorts of things instead of saying, Well, I can't if Oprah can't lose weight, then I sure as hell won't be able to. And then I just give up and I'm like, Well, I guess I'll have some snacks instead or whatever. But I mean it's kind of a it's funny, but it's kind of a sad excuse if you're going to go by that. No, that's funny. I just watched the um, the Diddy documentary, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, on Apple Music. And he said something similar. He said, he said like, they were telling him, I guess, something could be done. And he said, my life doesn't work like that. I can do, I can get anything done. And I was like, that's, I can't imagine having that kind of confidence, but I feel like people like them 
like the Oprahs of the world, they can right. kind of do anything. Yeah. But, and especially, I mean, I mean, Casey had some good points. Like she has everything at her disposal, every money, um, trainers, time, you know, everything she can. I feel like what, what's wrong with her that she can't lose weight because <laughs> she literally has every opportunity to, to fix the problem. And here's how uh, old I feel. My daughter, my, her only knowledge of Oprah Winfrey is, is I love bread. <laughs> she has no knowledge of her TV show or anything <laughs> else she's ever done, but she knows that's the woman that likes bread. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a, enough. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Allison and I have something in common. They're talking about this very thing, like not being able to lose weight and always kind of waiting for basically like waiting to live until you are going out like hiding until you are where you want to be or what you want to look like the person you want to be and after having kids i definitely fell in into that as far as well i don't want to go out you start getting more of a, you make more excuses to be a shut-in and and you know i don't know it, you, i keep thinking well once i lose weight i can buy myself new clothes or I'll buy new clothes just to like work towards it. And then I just have a bunch of clothes that I don't wear. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's this whole like mind game thing, but it sounds like Allison's really being is, is successful with her weight loss so far and, and really working towards it. Of course she does have the crazy eating habits too. So yeah. And I don't, I don't think she's totally pleased. I think she's lost some of the weight, but not as much as she'd like. And you know, that if we know Allison, she's going to stress about it until she, like, loses that fucking weight one way or another. <laughs> right. But, right. you know, shit, it hasn't been that long. What's it, you know, been four months since she's given birth. I mean, it doesn't, it takes a while to lose the baby weight, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm still waiting, but. <laughs> I, I mean, you think about it takes nine months to gain it. It should at least take that long to take it off. That's you know, reasonable. It is. It's reasonable. And your body definitely changes. So it's going to look different. Even when you do lose weight, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is. Well, sure. You've had like a big basketball inside. Yes. You, you, you've stretched <laughs> out. Like, yeah. How funny. How funny was it when <laughs> Allison telling us she had the sense that she had balls inside of her because it was a She's carrying a boy. <laughs> that, that was such, I never a, such of an that, Allison comment. It is. It's so crazy that that's where her mind goes with things. She gets so neurotic about stuff. And I that would probably freak me out if I would have thought about it. <laughs> you, you never did. No. Did you ever, like, Cassie was saying that the, the baby was, like, grabbing on inside of her. Like That's fucking creepy. That's, like, yeah, alien. That, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I've heard of babies kicking and shit before, but not grabbing. That's like, ugh. You know, no wonder you guys get morning sickness. That would, I'd, I'd be throw. I couldn't stop throwing up. Oh my god, it is the weirdest. I've had like you know maybe punching. I, I remember going to see a few bands play, and they. I remember my son moving around a lot. Where I'm like, oh my god, it's not like he feels like he's dancing. But when you're getting <laughs> punched from the inside, you're like. I would stop and look at everyone. I'm like, oh, wait, no one else can feel that. That's, it's just me. Because <laughs> it's just like the weir most, it's just the weirdest feeling ever. Ever. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad I was 
born with a different set of junk, man. I, I, <laughs> I would hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Well, she talks about the guilt of trading her career, basically, instead of for, for being a mom and ha- cho- choosing her career over that. And trying to be a stay-at-home mom for about, I thought she said about a month. And then she was just like, eh, not for me. And I find that to be very sad. But also, well, it being a stay-at-home mom to me is very, very, very important. And it's, I have strong opinions about it. But as long as someone is there raising her kid that is part of making the kid, I think that's really important. I think if the dad is, he sounds like a very hands-on dad. And that's kind of amazing and I, you don't always hear that either so it's just interesting to hear the woman's perspective that isn't motherly it's strange to me because it's so foreign to me but it's not that I'm judging it's just a different I can't imagine like I knew I was born to be a mom like I couldn't wait to do that and raise people like that's what I wanted to do but well yeah I, but but Cassie and Allison are kind of cut of different cloth as far as you know career and ambition and that's how they got where they are now that's so, very true and I, and I assume that doesn't go away even if you have a baby you're still the same person you still want the same things you know that makes a lot of sense because you if you especially like Allison she put off having kids until she was older so obviously a career was more important at the time and you, you're right you can't just throw that away or give that feeling away. That's, that's who you are. You're right. I never thought about that way. And I think Cassie was saying that also you should, um, kind of, what am I trying to say? She was talking about, uh, how going to work and providing for your family is also commendable. So I can see both sides. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, Having one, I don't know. Yes, I agree. As long as one person is doing the parenting job, uh, you know, they're both parenting, obviously. But usually there's a, a breadwinner and a caretaker. And it's nice to have that balance, I think. Doesn't matter if you're female or male. But I, yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, what's the word? I don't feel the same way. But but as long as somebody's doing it, I just feel like there's too many kids not getting taken care of, and that's why our world is shit. Anyway, sorry, what were you gonna say, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, if you know, if I if I was married to someone in the public eye, I'd I'd happily stay home, take care of the baby, clean the house, all that shit. I would, yeah. I mean, I, think, I and not that it's not work. I know it is, but oh um, yeah, but I mean, division it, of labor. It, it's and, work that's like you know, you're in your own house. You make your right. own schedule, your own time. That's that's pretty cool. Yep. It is. You <laughs> have to sacrifice the, you know, you don't have your name on a paycheck thing, so you kind of your self worth is. Yeah, I don't sometimes... know if that would that would creep in. Like, oh, I'm not it a man. Does. <laughs> it, it might, but it, it's. You know, in, in theory, it, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because you don't ever leave work. So then turning it off is kind of hard to try and relax at your own house. You're like, oh, I see more stuff I could be doing instead of, you know, nothing. <laughs> but but yeah, well, it's a good. It's yeah, a, it's, well, it's a plus good I'd imagine you get you, you feel like homebound. You're home all day and then your spouse comes home and and that person's been out and about, but you've been in home. It's like, I want to get the hell out of here. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, I just want to stay home. It's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess it's just all about balance. It sounds like they have a good 
situation and like it, it's working. I, I always hear of these women that want to just bail on their kids and then and then the dad is also. So that's the part where I'm like, eh, why have kids? I don't understand that. But they seem to have it figured out. Um, is there anything else? I can't think of where to talk about her next. I think we kind of covered it. Unless either of you have anything else. Um, let's see. Uh, a couple things. Okay, um, uh, you know, when they, they got deep toward the end about, uh, like therapy and she was talking about, she gets to the point where her current self kind of comforts her younger self. And I, yes. I, I, I kind of had that experience a couple weeks ago, which was weird. Um, maybe not literally like her, but I was um, going through a bunch of boxes and this is the stuff my, my late mom had that, you know, and she just kept everything. So I have like boxes of like photographs of people I don't know and like pictures I drew in kindergarten and all this shit. Um, I came across like, the eight by 10 high school picture of me. And, uh, I spent a lot of years just beating myself up for like how stupid I was back then. But I, I kind of like, eh, I'm going to cut this kid a break. And I hung that picture up on my, our, our, our hall of pictures. We have like a, our, our hallway is full of like family pictures and stuff. So I was like, eh, I'll give him a break and I'll hang him up. That's really sweet. I like that. (laughs) that, that's kind I, of I, 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 I cut myself a break. <laughs> yes, I, I did like her kind of saying, you know, you're carrying your hurt inner child around with you and that's heavy and finding a way to release that. And I never really had that imagery before of literally all the broken people that make me who I am <laughs> inside <Yeah>. of me. <laughs> I get that. And, and literally lugging them around. And I pictured like every age of, you know, people just that I'm carrying around constantly. And I don't know how to release that. So that is it, it is great that she's done that process of elimination, basically. Yeah, I never thought of it like that, but it, it's it's pretty valid and it probably is. a healthy thing to do. Yeah, so. it probably is. Actually, I had a pretty shitty week and I was last week. I almost was going to start a different podcast not in, in replace of this or anything, <laughs> but there's one kind of a therapy type of podcast that I'd like to do mostly just for myself to get it out. And I think that because talking with you guys and everything always feels therapeutic anyway, it just feels good to be talking to people about positive things. And like, I always feel better after talking to you guys. So I think it'd be even more therapeutic to talk about my own issues and try and like, even if it's just me listening to it, just getting it out somewhere would be uh, is would be fun. And I almost did it last week, but I was a little too drunk to get started on it. So, <laughs> anywho. So, have you ever thought about going to a float chamber thing? An isolation tank? No, like the sensory deprivation thing? It, it sounds like something I'd like to do. Me too. What about you, Rafi? Have you ever done it or... No, I've wanted to for years, and I told my friend about it, and then like a month ago, he told me, oh, I went to a isolation tank, and I was like, what? I was like, that was my thing, and you didn't even tell me. <laughs> yeah. 
I the way she described it, like Allison was kind of getting freaked out by it, but the way she, that is it, Casey or Cassie? Because we've said it both ways now. Uh, it, she, Allison said Cassie. I had to look because oh. it, it looks like it's spelled Casey. Oops. Oh well. Um, but the way that Cassie was saying, describing it, that floating and just kind of that sounds amazing. I, I it sounds like something I'd really be interested in in checking out. Maybe during Podfest we should all go do it. <laughs> yeah, the they thing pro- is, it's. I feel like it's. I think it's like sixty or seventy bucks an hour, so it's okay. a little pricey. But um, yeah, maybe we could do like a deal or something. Where they, I would totally do like that. I think an hour is probably plenty time, don't you, right? Don't you think you could like take a bath and turn off the lights and and kind of simulate <laughs> the same thing? You know, I try that, but my bathtub is made for people from 1963, apparently, who are a lot smaller, or they were just very cheap. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, we've got a small tub. Children. Yeah, so, yeah, I I don't really float very well in there. <laughs> and Well, and the thing with the tank is that it's filled with so much salt that you, like, float, obviously, but then also oh. they heat the water to body temperature, so you feel like you're literally floating, and then it's like pitch black. There's like no sound unless like you want the music, like she said. So I feel like those little things take it from, you know, just relaxing in a bath to like a hallucination kind of experience. Because like she said, you well, can like see things yeah. and. Mm. Okay, so I need to get the Twin Peaks soundtrack. Crank that puppy. <laughs> and I might get really freaked out, though, now that I'm really thinking about it. I want to do it, though. We need to do this. Well, it's, I guess it's supposed to simulate, like, being in the womb again. <clears throat> that makes sense. And then you can, you know, <laughs> punch and kick it. <laughs> <laughs> and poop. Oh, wait. Okay, well, then she also talked about using binaural beats. And uh, this is not something that I've tried, but now I'm kind of interested. But <laughs> the fact that she said... Don't send her beats because she doesn't know who's making these and maybe they're going to make her do something that's out of her character. I thought that was funny because, (laughs) I don't know, is there like a song that you guys listen to that gets you like either amped up or like super sad or something like that? Because at first I was like, what is she, crazy? Like these songs can't make you do anything. But then I was like, if Waka Flocka, Hard in the Paint comes on, I'm ready to cut somebody's face with a box cutter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's valid. I, 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 I think music can totally put adjust your mood to whatever, good or bad or violent. Oh, sure. <laughs> there are certain songs where, like, just the opening where you just feel angsty, you can feel sad, you can feel whatever, and they'll always have those feelings just forever. But it is, it was funny that she just said that. She, I don't know. She was pretty. She was a good guest. Did you guys? Did you guys think so? I did. I totally yeah, did. I liked her, and also I liked the fact that her and Allison got on so well. Yeah, it didn't feel um, strained or pushed, you know, like uh, it just, it, it flowed. They they did seem like a, they had a good connection. Did you guys ever watch The Best Week Ever? No. I, I did. I've I, seen I, a few, I, yeah. I, yeah, and, and that's the same way. I, I, I caught a few and I liked them. If I don't know if you're familiar with like uh, the I love the '80s kind of yes. series they had on VA, it was similar to that where they'd show like news clips and gossip clips and things like that. And at the end, they would decide someone had the best week ever. 
Um, oh, I didn't know that. But it was, that was it was well written and very it. funny. But okay. it, was, it, it kept being on at different times, so it was, wasn't like I, I wasn't able to catch it. Maybe that was part of the problem because I, I never knew when it was on. But when I did catch it, I liked it a lot. I remember one time where uh, I think the Pope had died. And there was some insurgents with ISIS or whatever, and they decided that Satan had the best week ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, I think I'll have also, to look into that because I I like those other shows that you were talking about. If it's similar kind of format. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same format. I honestly but. had never I didn't even know who's on it or what it is at all, but I had definitely heard of it, just never seen it. I also thought um, the way she described Rosie O'Donnell, uh, she seems a lot nicer than what I've heard from behind the scenes that she was kind of a, a lunatic. Um, yeah, but, I've only heard bad things from her about her from behind the scenes also, and I that was kind of eye-opening. I thought, oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that was cool. But, God, I remember that. Maybe younger people don't remember that that show was mega popular, the Rosie O'Donnell show. But oh my gosh, yes, people people felt betrayed when she like when it came out that she wasn't this nice, airy, cutie patootie, cutie patootie, yes. straight girl, Tom Cruise loving, <laughs> right, right, Koosh ball. When it came out that she, not only was she not really into Tom Cruise, that it was all a bunch of bullshit. Everyone like turned on her. It's very, very true. And then you see some behind behind the scenes things, and you know she's fiery. But it's nice to hear that there's some nice things to be said of her. Well, she she seems to treat uh, Cassie nice. One last thing, okay. going back to the Joan Rivers uh, part of the show, she talked about if you like what someone is doing, that you should tell them. And I just agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you disagree with that? Oh no no no! I said I I agree with that. Oh, you agree? I thought you said I dis. You oh, oh I you said, said I, I just agree. agree. Okay. Okay, you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like you when, know... like what, like yes. with, with Allison. Like I was just a fan for years. Like and then it took you know JMO Patrol for me to get involved. And it's like why wouldn't why wouldn't you just tell Allison how great you like her? You like her show? You think she's great? And same with you, Lisa. Ray, you're all right. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, I, thank you, Rafi. Um, that brings me to something. To, this week I tweeted to Allison. Actually, I tweeted on Thursday after listening to the Thursday episode. Just something nice to her about, how, you know, what I think of her. And, and of course, there's always one turd that has to, to tweet, oh, this sounds like a suck-up. But I agree. It's like, okay, man, I'm not trying to suck up to her. I'm not putting my nose up her butthole. Like, I just know that she's probably feeling very stressed out right now and vulnerable and, you know, not knowing where things are going to fall and how things are going to turn out. And I just wanted to give her like, hey, we're still there. We love you to supporting her in this transition. You know what I mean? And there's always one little turd, but everyone else is really nice in their <laughs> Yeah, and why not? I think and I think Allison really appreciates the positive feedback. Yeah, um, I felt I feel like I was reprimanded for 
you know, giving her a compliment. It's like, okay, so I should just keep, like, no one should say anything nice to her at all or, or else we're sucking up. It's like, all right. But anyway, oh, I think she's doing oh, a Oh, fuck job. those people. Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I like how I turned it into something about me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's compliment Allison. So this fucking turd on Twitter. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even that much of a turd. It was just like, why do you even feel the need to, to say that? It's just ridiculous. Anyway. So... Speaking of great jobs, let's talk about Thursday. So uh, she had Renee Colvert, or Colvert. Now I can't remember because they were talking about it so much. Colvert? Colvert? I think it's Colvert. Colvert? Okay. And David Huntsberger. And we were her little saltines, which I instantly always try and figure out why she picked something. So I'm like, oh, is somebody sick in the house? Why are there saltines? Or is that just part of her crappy diet? <laughs> okay, no, but I those will... Are- whether it's Ritz crackers or saltines, I will eat a whole package of them. Yes, that, me even too. Even if I'm not sick, though. Like, I just, I'll <laughs> fuck them up any day of the week. You're like the cookie monster. <laughs> well, Allison doesn't eat crackers now that, I, I, as I said that, I'm like, that doesn't sound like something she would actually eat unless she was sick. Or, or is she nauseous because she's pregnant again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That would be really awesome. Speaking of that, too, the fact that Elliot is almost four months old, it sounds so young. But then you think about that's almost half of a year. We're going to be celebrating his first birthday soon. Like, it's just going to be look how quick it goes. It's fucking insane. And he's so cute. He's so freaking cute. He looks like a little mini Daniel with brown hair. Really? Because I think around the eyes and the mouth looks a lot like Allison. I haven't seen her in him yet, but maybe I... I don't know. What about, what about you, Rafi? What, who do you think he, he looks like? I, I think I was saying this to Rachel. I was like... I think it was like when she posted a bunch of pictures of him, you know, on Instagram. And I was like scrolling through and I was like, he looks just like Daniel. And I was like, well, he kind of looks like Allison too. And then she, <laughs> Rachel said something like, uh, yeah, it's funny how... A child looks like both of the parents. I forget what she said. It was much funnier than she said. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. It looks kind of like both of them. But it does really look like a it. What? I keep saying it. Sorry. <laughs> he looks just like a little Daniel. It's it's really cute. That's what I see, too. They, oh, my God. They need. Okay. I just thought of a gift for his first birthday. I need to get him, like, a pineapple shirt or whatever. Like, one of those button-up shirts, and they can, like, both wear them. A lemon shirt. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I'm writing that, that down. That would be amazing. Nobody steal that, but everyone else get a different get a different fruit or tropical shirt because Daniel really seems to like those uh, flowery shirts. That is a great idea. See that that could be his first Halloween costume, going as his dad. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> oh well, I all in all the Thursday show. Somebody on Facebook was saying that Renee kind of once in a while would sound like Jenna. And I definitely heard that. Even sometimes David Huntsberger sounded like Al. <laughs> so it was kind of a weird like, wait, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's not them. But they definitely have different voices. But there were just some sort of tones where I had like these thoughts like, oh, it's not them. But but it's kind of I don't know. I thought it was a very good show. All in all, it was really, really funny and it's nice getting to know them better it's strange how renee kind of came out of nowhere and now she's been there often see now the thursday show still good everyone kind of lost their shit last week yes 
and, and I'm like, I'm I'm a I'm an insensitive fuck because I'm I'm not I'm a, you know I'll, I'll miss Jenna and Al, but I'm not crying. I'm not like they didn't die. I know, and we can still hear them on their show. That's right. I think, I think you know what it is. I think it's shell shock from the last time of what happened to Allison's show. Maybe so, but and yeah, now all, I think all I saw on Twitter was oh god. I know. <laughs> But you know what? She did a great job. The show was fun, and she does have a good way of finding the right people that mix well. And I think the thing is, she found the formula, and she just sticks to it. It's I think it honestly, it was just all the pain that she went through before. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be. It was a, a, a long transition before she found her true groove. I think, and I think this time it's not going to be that that way at all. Yeah, Allison knows what she's doing. I mean, this is the chemistry she created. She. She's got it. She's got it handled. I'm not worried. So, Ray, have you ever snuck out of a? I almost said a boyfriend or girlfriend's house. <laughs> have you ever snuck out of a girlfriend or your wife's? Your wife's. <laughs> oh my God. My, my wife's house. Have you ever snuck out of anybody's house and go take a secret shit? How about that? <laughs> uh, I've I, uh, not. Technically, no, but I did have something similar. It was like the, the second or third time, uh, the, or like second or third date with my wife. And I was driving to her house, and um, oh my God, I, I had um, this chicken burrito. Oh no. And, <laughs> for lunch. And um, I, was get, I was ripping these silent but deadlies the whole drive over there i'm like oh no it's like every every like three minutes just a little nasty rat would come on i'm like oh i completely polluted the car <laughs> this is a great story uh, <laughs> and so so like i get i get i get i get to her place and i i open the windows and vent out the car and i i, I get in there and i'm like they're still happening i'm like i kind of position myself to like the patio door that was open and it just kind of like stood there. And after, you know, a few minutes, she's like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? I, I, I just cop to it. It's like, uh, listen, I, I've got, I've got horrible gas. I'm sorry. And she's like, Oh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> she lifts her leg and rips one. <laughs> no, you, no, she's like, Oh, you can just, you know, go ahead and fart. It doesn't matter. I'm like, Oh, yo, you don't know. You don't understand. <laughs> you know what? These, 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 these hounds unleashed in your house. <laughs> and she, and, but, you know, she was super cool. And I'm like, all right, well, fine. You know, so I sat on the couch and, um, and then she's like, oh, I see what you mean. Ugh. And then, yeah, and I, I'd really, you know, if she wasn't so cool, I wouldn't have felt, I would have felt worse. But um, that's about the closest I had to the shit story. Um, I, yeah, I don't. That's pretty nice. I, I see. I, I never have a sense of like when I'm in the when I'm taking a shit that like people are listening in. And maybe right. I should, but <laughs> I don't. Rafi, have you had this experience? <laughs> Any of these experiences? No. How about you, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I'm trying to think if I've ever had to sneak out. I've definitely had the like I'm going to sneak out a little. A little uh, toot, <laughs> and then it like reeks way more than you expect it to, and you're like, "Oh my god! Like, where am I gonna go?" But I always, 
like my husband does like the cough. He used to do the cough fart thing where I'm like, now he does the, he says, what? And then, so I know exactly what happened. Uh. <laughs> like You're not covering over anything. You're just making two noises now. <laughs> but when we first started dating, my apartment was, I had one of those bathrooms that didn't have a window and I don't think it had a fan and oh. it, it was just right next to the bedroom. So, you know, when you're first starting to navigate a relationship and everybody poops, we know this, but you want to leave a little something to the imagination when you're first t- getting to know each other. You don't want to know what somebody's inside smell like right away. And I know he really stressed out about it where it's like, okay, I'll just go into a totally different part of the apartment or go outside <laughs> or something. But the whole thing with Allison, her stories are so embarrassing. <laughs> They're horrible. Horrible. I've definitely, flo- oh my God, I did think of some, well, I didn't ever have to like leave, but I had definitely have had the thing where you flush and it doesn't go down your somewhere and I've taken it out and put it in the trash. <laughs> oh. Who was it that was talking about well, leaving an upper decker at the party where <laughs> they, they shit in the reservoir? Oh, probably Greg. <laughs> that sounds like a heller. I know. No, I think it was a Monday guest. Oh, okay. Maybe Greg Fitzsimmons. But I was like, like something oh different. my God, that, that's, that's diabolical. That really, really <laughs> is. Yeah, that's the gift that really keeps on giving. I, yeah, I can't even imagine that. People are horrible. So, Rafi, you really haven't had any of these issues? Uh, no, you can uh, ask Rachel. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't plan on doing that ever. But if you do have to, like... Just in case, you always have to check out the bathroom and like do reconnaissance, like check out the flush. Do they have a plunger? Mm-hmm. Do they have a toilet brush? Is there a window for you to escape? You have to <laughs> think about all of these things. Like George Costanza oh. when he's taking his, his test. He just leaves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My wife has bought this great product. It's called Mrs. Do. And what you do is you spray the, the water in the toilet tank before you take a shit. And it and it oh. traps all the 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 scent. Is it like poopery sort of thing? I, I don't I don't know I don't know I've the chemistry of, of how it works. Weird. But yeah, it does work. Yeah, that reminds me that at Brittany's house, um, she has a little basket on the back of the toilet that has poopery. It has like scented matches, and she has like <laughs> candles in there. And I was like, she is like so thoughtful that she has like in case you have to poop in my bathroom it's fine she has everything you could need so it will be a pleasant experience for everyone that's very true the only thing she's missing is the plastic knife to cut to cut the poop up but i should i should have brought one and put it in the basket just to fuck with her <laughs> you could just get one from chipotle as jenna has said it's a superior uh, oh, wait, that's forks and knives. Yeah. Yeah. Use Chipotle cutlery. It's good for everything. Oh, good. Cut your burrito and, and then cut your burrito. Yeah. I think all of them had really <laughs> funny, funny stories about the covering up the poop. The Renee singing Deo to cover poop noises. And Jeff's hilarious dog bark timing strategy scam was hilarious. That, that's genius. It really is. <laughs> You hit the dogs barking in rhythm. It's like, okay, one, two, three. 
<laughs> he has really good sphincter control. Yeah. And then and David's timing it to the girls laughing and then but <laughs> and then <laughs> acting all his whole story, he's just really he's a really, really funny was his stamp as funny as he is on the show, Rafi? He is really smart and funny, yes. Lisa. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to read the next thing I wrote. And it's like, I don't even know what I'm fucking talking about anymore. Oh, I, I think Allison, she was trying to tell. She was trying to tell Daniel to back up because she had gas. <laughs> so she had her hand up and he high fived her instead. <laughs> That story made me laugh so hard. That's like, number one, I'm going to relate it to Seinfeld because that's like the whole high five David Putty thing, of course. Okay, good. (laughs) High five. I should have put that on there. Yeah, it's the whole thing. I mean, that's one of those total miscommunications where you're like the exact opposite of what you just did. Like, don't come near me. I'm trying to warn you to get away from me. And I like how he just assumed, like, well, she normally never gives me a high five, but I'm just going to go in for it. This is fun. I <laughs> Finally, the high fiver I always wanted. You know that, that <laughs> you know how she loves her own farts. That must have made her laugh so hard. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can either of you do a somersault? I used to. I haven't even, I've never, I haven't tried in decades. I have no reason to do so. <laughs> I know, me either. Rafi? Um, I'm assuming I can, but I would probably hear a lot of cracking. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, but when we were recording in your kitchen, I stood up and like stretched and cracked my back, and it sounded like, I don't know, like you're fucking crumbling pretzels or something. <laughs> you can ask... Um... Joanna? Yes, Joanna. Uh, she's like, yeah, I heard that. I was like, yeah, I'm an old fucking man. I'm so washed up. Oh, just wait, man. <laughs> Get past no, 50. My dad is like, my dad told me, he's like, he's like, oh, just wait till your knees hurt. I'm like, my knees have been hurting since I was like 17. Like, everything hurts. I'm an old man. But I know it's just going to get worse. I know. Oh, yeah. It, do- it doesn't get better. But there are some things like with somersaults where David was saying, oh, I'm sure I could. And he thought, well, maybe I can't, but my mind just thinks I can. And there are certain things where I think, like I went to run and jump off of like a, like a sidewalk that was like raised. And normally that's fine. But mid jump, I was like, holy shit, I haven't done this for a while. (laughs) What if I really hurt myself? And I didn't, but I was still like, I had this confidence of like, Oh, I can just go run and jump off this thing. I'm like, no, no, this isn't what I should be doing. I don't so, play so, basketball so. anymore because of that. Whenever, I, like, I played with my nephews, and I think I'm 25 again, and um, my body will just do something and says, no, no, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> like, oh, it is crazy that we get sore from literally doing nothing. They were talking about, I forgot what, what Renee said she was maybe opening something. I forgot what it was. And then she was sore the next day. You couldn't remember why, but I get that too. You know, I'll, if I'm just like gardening or something and the next day, I'm like, Holy shit. What? I feel like I got run over. What happened? But I was, yeah, you sore yeah. from nothing. Yeah. I, I was taking in the groceries and I had a bunch of the plastic bags like grouped together in one hand. 
next day, like my knuckles hurt. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do? I'm like, oh yeah, the, the bags were sort of heavy. <laughs> like I felt like I had bone bruises on my fingers. It's like, God damn it. I'm old. Fucking bury me now. I bet Megan could do a somersault. She did she did pretty good heel clicks. And uh I don't know if I've ever been able to do that. I've never tried. I can do a heel click, but cartwheel I can never do. I'm I'm like the most klutzy thing ever. So it's just like I'm just a I would just flop over. I don't I don't do anything like that. But um shout out to you, uh Megan. Because she does listen every week and I think that's awesome. We don't give her enough shout outs. Yeah, shout out to Maggie Pooh. So Renee is going to be doing a puppetry musical. And I feel like those two words together make me want to barf. <laughs> you just added two of like the worst things ever together. And you're going to be doing this like, oh. Whenever I hear puppetry, I, feel, I end it with... Of the penis, because that was a show in LA, in West Hollywood for a long time. I guess these two dudes made puppets out of their dicks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I missed that one. But, yeah, puppetry. Rafi, do you make puppets with your penis? <laughs> no, and I'm kind of curious to see this show, because I don't know what you can do with it. Like... Mm. Uh, apparently they tie knots and makes a you know a hippo or an elephant. Or See, whatever. I was picturing Whoa. an elephant, but this sounds extremely painful. Like, I have to see it. Where is this show going on? Uh, this was a couple of years ago. I don't know if in, it's still in race pants. <laughs> um, okay, no, so that's I've the never made a puppet we... out of him. No. <laughs> the next thing we have to do then, so sensory deprivation tank or whatever, and then puppetry of the penis show. Perfect. <laughs> yeah you're right I you have to be pretty I, I mean there's a whole show around it so he must be able to do more than one or two things I would think it probably lasted an hour at least hey just a lot of things were just going through my brain <laughs> um so there was an update for from Allison about her postpartum therapy that well number one that she's going but then she turned it into like an hour about how she couldn't get out of <laughs> out of the complex <laughs> But I'm I'm really proud of her for going. It's hard enough to get out of the house when you have a baby and you feel like crap and you're depressed. And for her to be going and seeking help right away is really, really cool. I'm proud of her. Yeah, anything that helps. Um, have you, have, I've never been. I, I feel like I probably could have benefited a lot more, especially as a younger person. Um, and I think... You know, I don't know what what style would you want? Would you want like uh, Hillary Clinton or um, a hippie dude or a hippie girl? I don't think I'd want either of those. <laughs> I, I I'm guessing they're more hippie like. I would prefer if I had to choose, that would be the one I would choose. Someone that's all buttoned up. I just I don't feel comfortable around that kind of person. But yeah. you see, people kind of freak me out too. But. I would at least think that they would be less clinical and be just more open to getting to the root of it, not just just well, by the book. I don't know. I mean, if there was someone who starts breaking out the crystal and finger snaps and things like that, I would. I, I think I would reject that at, in hand. It's like, oh, you don't know what the hell you're doing. 
you even have a degree. Right. But Hillary, yeah, but Hillary Clinton, I wouldn't want either. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I wouldn't trust her. Rafi, you going to go to therapy? I need to. I know. I do, too. I don't mean I know like you do, but I feel the same way about myself. And I haven't gone for a year now. And I still want to do, like, a group therapy thing, but that freaks me out. I think, well, a lot of things are freaking me out right now. But anywho, so would you? what would you prefer as far as your therapist? What do you envision would help you? Uh, neither of those. It would just okay. be like a, you know, a normal, just smart, compassionate person who uh, knows what the hell they're talking about. But I, I don't picture like a lady in a power suit, like I'm Tony Soprano, and I also don't picture a hippie on the floor. So I don't know. Like when, the guy from Seinfeld. That's. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I can't remember what his name was, but I just pictured George turning purple. <laughs> I, I pictured him holding the triangle over his head. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> and Jerry's, there's some hot air in here. <laughs> oh, see, that's I would, the Chuckles I, episode, too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I would like Tony Soprano's therapist. I, I, I think that's a good idea. Well, that's because he wanted to sleep with her, though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Tony. <laughs> my therapist actually reminded me of her, but she didn't dress that suit like, but she did kind of remind me of her. She had the same sort of face and um, she was nice, but I don't know if it, if it helped. Well, I don't know. I have to go more, more often, I think for it to actually, I don't know. I just need to put the things I know to work in my own life instead of just like, I know what I should be doing, but I'm not doing any of it type of uh, thing. So Now that I brought the show to a grinding halt, let's talk about Disney people. <laughs> I loved David Huntsberger's reaction to the Disney people, the Disney denim people, which is so true. <laughs> I don't know why they're like the denim bandits with Mickey ears on always. I just saw a news item where a guy has gone uh, 2,000 days in a row. Ugh. For one thing, that's expensive as hell. He must Secondly, have a, year, a season pass. Well, even still, but and like, I I don't get that much out of it. I think <laughs> I, I've spent two days in a row, and like I'm I'm done with Disney. I I I'm I'm good for five years. Yeah, I think every five years is pretty good. I think I went once last this year, and then I hadn't gone for like ten years. <laughs> so. Well, that was probably I, good. I, I live with two Disney freaks that wouldn't put mm. up with once a year, once every five years. So, I'm but it is of... true. There is like a cult like following with certain people, and I mean, obviously, I have that with my own things that I'm obsessed with. So I can understand the men- mentality. But when I see these Disney people, it's just like you know them right away. They just have a certain look to them. Yeah, and, well, and then also it's not just a certain type of person because when when we went, I saw a couple of dudes wearing like biker vests, but they're Disney biker vests, and I was like, <laughs> "That's fucking lame," and also <laughs> like a lot of commitment. Like, yes, I don't know, like how well, tough peop- is is the guy in the biker vest if it says you know Disneyland on the back or whatever. The, the people with pins is their own like yep. subculture, yep. man. Yep. 
you know them by the pins. You know them. Yes. The biker vest, that's that freaks me right out. No. Don't start so they have bad mouthing pins, pins though. Um, no, no, no. They no. might have. Oh, no. No, Disney pins are much different than any other pins. Oh, I think we were actually looking at the pins to get for Megan. They had like the rainbow ones and yeah. Is she a Disney I actually gal? have a few of them myself because we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and they gave us lanyards and um, a couple pins and you can trade with the, the cast members and um, I ended up with like all the bad guys on a, on a lanyard with my past. Oh my god! Like, like such a dork. <laughs> Megan yeah, is definitely a, a Disney she, person, I think. She and, is, isn't but she? But she was a former cast member, so it makes sense. That's well, I mean, that's like Nicholas Cage marrying. Elvis Presley's daughter. It's like, yeah, yes, you own the store now. Like, yes, of course. <laughs> but I am sitting on some Disney treasures right now because my father-in-law worked at, at Disney Studios in the like fifties and sixties. Whoa! And uh, he he trashed dove a, a bunch of stuff, and he gave us some of it. And it's really cool, and I've never had it appraised or anything like that. But um, like some like the prototype, like I got a, a like a, a skull that was a prototype when Pirates of the Caribbean, you no, know, the 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 Spook House was being built, and it's like that, a that stuff is probably really cool. Uh, yeah, and I, we we break it out on Halloween. Um, it's like a, a creepy skull head that has like a hinge in the back that you. That obviously it was it was meant to be like move up and down. We don't have that you know machine or anything, but but that's cool. And we also have some like some uh, animation cells that he pulled out of the trash and some wow. art. And it's like it's like oh man, I should have this appraised. Maybe I could like buy another house or something. <laughs> For real, you never but the, know. But the but the coolest thing I that he gave us was this poster that is probably mm, four feet by eight feet of like a prototype Disneyland. It's, oh, okay, it's, I want to see it, some pictures of these things. It's a sort. I, I will. I'll, I'll take a picture of it, but I, I've got to like put weights down it because it's all curled up and, and it's kind of old too. But um, it, it, I think it was, you know, Disneyland was already there, so it might have been like Disney World prototype or something it's pretty cool I, I will take a picture of it please do so we got to get a little message from jenna and al that was nice it was a nice little well it actually was a reminder that they were gone and then i'm like well it's nice to hear them all happy and like getting along and whatever i don't know did it pull out either of your heartstrings or are you guys uh, too cold for that that was nice to hear from them but it didn't make me sad or anything. Yeah, and also I think she started it with like "Howdy, y'all," and I was like, "Isn't that more Texas than Georgia?" <laughs> you first just want to complain about something. You know, actually. <laughs> but um, I did appreciate that there was an owl scream in there. Yes, <laughs> it was nice to hear from them. I hope they. It'd be nice if they sent in messages every once in a while, just kind of. I would also really, really like. 
Colonel Jeff to do just some a whole slew of their drops because there are some pretty great ones and we probably won't hear them as much or if at all. I know. So I know. I hope they do. To have, them. have a little homage would be nice. Oh, I regret saying that word just now. Um, I, <laughs> so they were also kind of talking about, you know, the future of the show and joking about having the super awkward show with just random people off the street. And I think this would be a good time for us to just start wandering around in their neighborhood. Yeah, really. <laughs> but it, Allison could make that work. She could, right? <laughs> yeah, she made it work when this strange weirdo walked in. That's true. She's but, like, you know, there's that guy outside. <laughs> but hell, you know, Al is, is not in the entertainment business, but he worked out great, right? Yeah. Him and Daniel both weren't, and they both are great at it. So I think, I don't know. I kind of like it better when she finds people that are normal average Joes to kind of like come in, but you know, she's got two, she gets funny people now, which is really smart because they know how to fill air (laughs) in a good way. I mean, well, I think John Henson, um, no, I, I think he's funny and he and he's good on the show, but um, I mean he's so kind of large. He like takes up the room. You know what I mean? With his puppetry of penis. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you like that. You want to? See I that. hate I that word you. penis, and I've said it too many times. <laughs> I was gonna say I think that's why I like David so much is because he has a good balance of like he can be the center of attention, but he also can play the back background. I agree. I, and he was the perfect one for the last week's show, the last Jenner and Al show, because uh, he was there and he added some funny, but he didn't um, consume the room, you know. Right. And honestly, when I first heard that she was going to have Renee and David on the first show without Jenna and Al, I was kind of disappointed because I thought, well, I don't want to go on as if they just didn't exist. I kind of wanted to just be maybe her and Daniel and Jeff and just kind of whatever, but that's what I wanted, but then once I heard the show, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what it should have been, and she made the right choice to just, like, the show must go on, and it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, when I, when Renee was first on, I'm like, oh, she's so goddamn bubbly, but I think yeah, that's... Yeah, she a- has, like, a, a announcer radio voice once in a while. Well, I, 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 but that's I okay. Like that. I mean, she's yeah. kind of like a counter to Allison's well, Allison's a lot of things, but she's not bubbly, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of a good yin and yang, female-wise. Do either of you have anything else before we move on? Babies. <laughs> when, when Daniel talks about going out with his baby, and he gets all the attention, of course. Uh, but, I mean, I, I experienced the same thing, but it wasn't like... Uh, you know, women throwing themselves at me. They was like, oh, 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 she's so cute, blah, 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 blah. And then move on. <laughs> you know, like, okay. It's not really like a chick magnet to have a baby. True. But I think I told a story. I went to the grocery store, and I had all these women, like, like all these weird women flock to me at once. And this one lady, like, gave her a candy bar, for me to buy, you know, she wasn't buying. She just like pulled something off. Here you go, kid. And I'm like, 
what what the hell are you doing? That's right. That's weird. That's and really get, weird. And I get scolded by another lady because I just, you know, spoke to the baby like I would to anyone else. I wasn't, you know, goo goo gaga baby talk shit. I never did. She's like, oh, yes, I'm sure she understands you or something like that. I'm like, fuck you. I can you know, talk eventually to my she will. baby that's, like I want. And, that's um, why I'm talking to her. Yeah, if you talk baby talk to a baby, that's the way they think how to talk. <laughs> you know? All right. All right. Well, Thursday was a good show. Proud yep. of Allison. I just did two, literally just did two thumbs up. Really embarrassing. That I even told you. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about JMOs. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Amy at Akumo wrote in, Just me or everyone, every time people on TV pose for a picture, I notice myself smiling as if I'm having my picture taken. Now, that led to a conversation about uh, waving and how... In, like, small towns and whatnot, people will wave. And this just reminded me of being in Mexico. Everyone waves. Um, Doesn't matter who. You don't know who they are. You still wave. And I miss that sometimes. It's it's weird when people do it here, but down there it's, like, expected. So it's, like, friendly and nice. And also they started talking about... um, How did this get to bikes? Oh. Shit. Damn, sorry, I lost, I don't know how I'm bringing this to bikes, but it had something to do with, um, oh yeah, so like uh, a few weeks back, we rented bikes in in Fort Collins, and we were, you know, riding around, and I've rented bikes like in downtown Denver, and you can like, you know, you just like make friends with biker, other bikers on the street. You ring your bell, they ring their bell. And then so I was like, ooh, let's try this. And every time a bike would pass by, I would ring my bell and not one of them looked, not one of them rang it. And I was like, I thought this was a bike friendly town. Fort Collins is shit. And then I was very disappointed. And it brings me back to missing the wave. Like, you know, you just say hello. It's courteous to say hello back. Exactly. You know, I, I, um, I will do the wave on the street. I'm not an uptight asshole. And the bell thing, that makes me mad. I'd be like, listen, assholes, (laughs) we live in a society here, but you know, driving down the street and waving at people never like, that's not, we do that in our neighborhood because we know everybody here, but just to wave, I would be like, do I know you? What's going on? I, I. I can see doing it in a small town because you generally probably know of everybody that you see. But when I would walk, especially when the kids were younger, we used to walk all the time, like go down to downtown Orange to the circle. And there's all kinds of people from all over the country coming to school here at Chapman. So there was many walks of life and I'm attributing it to that, but, um, we would pass them by on the street and I would wave and I would say hi because I wanted to set a good example for my kids. Normally, I would do that, you know, just a smile maybe. But when I was with the kids, I kind of go on my way to like be a good, you know, role model. And the people that wouldn't say anything back, then I would always make a really nice comment about how they were raised poorly. 
really loud to the kids. Now, see, kids, this is what happens when you're raised poorly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I definitely, definitely do that. Ray, what about you? Yeah, I was brought up like my my dad's a, a hi, how you doing kind of guy to everyone. And I, I never really had that in me, but I like it tried. And I remember I was a teenager walking down the street and there's this guy walking around head up smiling. I figure I'll just give him a hey, what's up? You know, and as I got closer, this was he wasn't smiling. He had like no lips. He had like this face deformity and it, oh, it scared the no. shit out of me and i'm like oh my god i'm never gonna say hi to anyone else again <laughs> just, i still remember it you know years oh and years gosh. later you were like how come you don't say but, hi to me you're like i have a story don't worry i'm an asshole <laughs> for a reason <laughs> But in situations like work and things like that, I'll say, hey, what's up? And most people say hi back. Some don't. And it's like, oh, fuck those guys. Like Daniel right. said. Like some, some people just, meh, whatever. <laughs> All right. At work is a different story. I don't want anyone to talk to me. And I hate everything and everyone there. <laughs> okay. Can I get you a shirt that says that for you to go to work in? Unfortunately, I have a uniform, but uh, I can wear it uh, be before I work and after I leave, yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Yep, I hate you. Actually, one time <laughs> at the hospital where I used to work, I I was, well, for one, this is just my face. Like, a month ago, a guy told me, well, you don't look happy at all. And I was like, I was just standing here. Like, what the fuck? But <laughs> Did I ask you? Yeah. Um but yeah, I was always very upset at work and I was probably more depressed then even so that exacerbated things. But I was just walking down the hall and I was either thinking of something funny or listening to a podcast or something because I was like smiling and this lady's like, oh, hi. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with that lady? Uh, <laughs> like she, just because yeah, I, looked, I, I uh, <laughs> just because I looked happy, she was just like, oh, look, he's in a good mood today. I'm going to say hi to him. And I was like, what the fuck is like, what's her deal? <laughs> What a nice invitation to yeah. <laughs> to say hello. Oh, gosh. Um, Ray, do you have a JMO you want to talk about, or is that the one you wanted to talk about? No, um, let's see. Um, there was one from uh, William Levi Walker, who's, um, I guess, <laughs> in competition for James Leroy Wilson for serial killer <laughs> names. Uh the, the handicapped space versus the handicapped bathroom. Yes. I will I will hit that handicapped bathroom every time. It's the best one. Uh, there's no one at where I work that has, that's in a wheelchair. And I, I, I hit that up, man. I love it. The, yeah, the, I would feel I like don't the, know why. I would feel like the devil parking <laughs> in a handicapped parking spot, but in the bathroom I don't have yeah, that, that feeling. That's not right. And especially, especially before right. when I would always have young kids with me, I would have, you know, we're three people in a stall. I'm not leaving young kids out in the restroom or outside of the restroom. So it's like you're going to take the bigger one because it just makes more sense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well not only it's got handrails in it. So if you only got to take like a big <laughs> you shit really hunker down. grab on <laughs> and just hunker down. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, well, I'd say this is a good place to end it. How do you guys feel about that? Works for me. Sweet. Yep. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Can you hear fireworks going off in the background? <laughs> I do. Is it Disney? No, it's just people in the neighborhood. Oh my gosh. We had mortars going off in this neighborhood. Yeah, this we is... usually do some of those, but uh, well, we haven't yeah, gone I mean, to all them. week. Right. There's been some serious straight from Mexico yep. professional works going on. Oh yeah. We have a, a school right next to us, so people go in there towards, you know, once it starts getting dark and you'll see some firework a quick firework show and then they're out, but because you're not allowed to have them here, but we definitely we still have them. Anywho, um, well, thanks, you guys, for joining me. I'm glad it finally worked out. Sorry I'm eating I'm eating up your whole week trying to figure out when we could get together, but I appreciate you both being on. Um, if oh, any time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Fuck it. <laughs> if anybody else would like to be on this fun, fun, golden podcast email bffancast at gmail.com follow the show at bffancast follow me at jmos and bffs and that's on twitter in case you were wondering also um i have been making some twin peaks art and i appreciate you rafi for retweeting that very nice of you but on etsy and it's my store is called Blue Rose Lodge if you want to check out some super nerdy artwork that I make because I love Twin Peaks so much. I can't get enough of it. Anyhow, Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter, Rat Music, Podcasts, Seinfeld. These are my interests. Send me any of anything related to these things. I'm interested in these things. I want to talk about these things. That's literally the only place you can find me. Ray? <laughs> Ray, are you there? Did he hang up? Yeah, yeah I, I, you guys cut out for a second. I was like, oh. oh. Did it end? I was like, that's awesome. Like, Ruffy just sent it over to you, and I'm like, uh-oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, Ray, well, where can we well, find it, well, that last couple of seconds I didn't hear, so... Oh, weird. Were you talking to me? Yes. Where can we find you, Ray oh. Morgan? <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? Uh, be, before I say that, I got a question. Uh, what, was there some sort of reveal about some thing with Jenna before she left? I saw something on the Facebook page. I was about that to Leanne ask about, about that, Lisa. What happened with the thing you were supposed oh, to do? God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well... I was almost thinking about just venting on there because maybe it's a little less public. But what do I care? Um, Rafi knows the story. Okay, so a fan DM'd me, a fan of Sorry Not Sorry and of Allison's, and said, would you like to co-host a couple of episodes of Sorry Not Sorry with me and another fan to fill in while... Jenna and Al are gone. Just two one-hour episodes. And I thought it was a joke, so I said, ha-ha, that would be fun. You know, that would be cool. And he's like, no, it's not a joke. You know, would you be interested in doing it? And I said, well, of course. And I didn't really want to talk about it at first because I thought this didn't sound... It just sounded weird. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't just bank episodes like they always do. So, of course, I was apprehensive of it. And you don't want to get your hopes up because it's exciting and, like, it would be fun. But also, it just didn't sound whatever. Anyway... 
so back and forth and scheduling and we talked about it and the other person is Jesus Christ. <laughs> the other person <laughs> friended me on Twitter that's supposed to do it also. So I was like, okay, this is legitimate. Like he, it was a group, te- you know, going back and forth on in DMs about planning it. So on the day at the time, I was all ready to record and like didn't then my computer started updating and it lasted for an hour. But so I was like, well, even if I, you know, he was trying to call me, he couldn't, but there was no messages. Like I never, ever heard from him ever again. (laughs) Not one word since that day. So I'm like, well, maybe he's dead or maybe he decided to ask somebody else. and was too embarrassed to like, tell me like you you're out (laughs) or, but obviously he didn't do it. That, this is all before I saw that Sorry Not Sorry came out with their like little mini episodes okay. that were chopped up. So once huh. I saw that, that was like, okay, obviously they went a different way, but I never knew what ended up happening with it. And the guy actually liked one of my tweets that I sent out like a week later. I was almost going to be like, oh, so you're alive? <laughs> cool. Yeah. But anyway, so that's... Well, uh, so not maybe it was this the thing... Was this the thing that Al was talking about on Sorry Not Sorry when he did like his solo thing that there's a surprise for Jenna from a fan or something like that? I have no idea. Honestly, no no one ever said anything. I didn't want to bother Jenna and Al and asking them like, hey, is this legitimate? I just wanted to be like, you know what? I didn't have to change a bunch of things. I was home anyway. I was just came out into the shed and I'm just working on my artwork and I'm like, well, I'll just wait and see if he calls me. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You know what I mean? All right. All right. So it was just sort okay. of a, I was almost relieved. Honestly, I was kind of stressed out about it just because, well, for a lot of reasons that I'm not going to go to, but anyway, it never happened obviously. So yeah. So isn't that not as uh, juicy as you might've thought? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm Ray Morgan. I, I, I on Twitter, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to support Allison on Patreon and uh, be a hashtag FOD. And you don't know what that is if you listen to the bonus apps on Patreon. Oh, and we got our packages. Oh, my God. Sorry. The fan club packages came in the mail yesterday, and they're awesome. So if you are an official fan club member you are going to be getting some really cool items shortly. And, and if you don't live right, on the sorry. West Coast, you will yes. be getting them a little later, but also... <laughs> I literally am probably... The, I'm surprised Megan's not the first person to get it, but I feel like I'm always the first person to get one. <laughs> yeah, I hate you goddamn Californians for so many reasons. This is just <laughs> another... But I love how you always, you know, it's funny. You always text me like, okay, what is it? I can't wait. Yeah, because and... <laughs> I, I've tried to ask Megan, oh my God, what is it? And she's like, I don't want to ruin it for you. You're going to have to wait. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm texting Lisa. <laughs> and it's funny. As soon as I, uh, as soon as I got it, I'm like, I'm taking a picture. Cause I know Rafi's going to be asking <laughs> me soon, <laughs> but they're awesome. And I'm excited for everyone to get their stuff and, Allison is awesome and support her, of course. Uh, Brittany, once again, I love you. Thank you. I've got reason plenty for going. This I know, this I know. The weeds have been steadily growing.
Please don't go, please don't go Are you going? 